Rabbi Daniel Lappin returns with more of how the world really works on the Blaze Radio Network On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Welcome back, everybody. We continue with the Rabbi Daniel Lappin Show, where your rabbi, yep, that's me, does my utmost working diligently throughout the entire week to fulfill my solemn mission of making absolutely certain that the time you invest with me has an extremely high rate of return. So thanks for being here as I reveal how the world really works. And we're talking a little bit about prophecy. Uh, We finished off the last segment with me uh, speaking about how seldom it is that I make book recommendations. And uh, today is going to be an exception. Today is indeed an opportunity on this show where I am going to recommend an author, and I'm going to recommend two of his books. I'm going to say at the outset that uh, I suspect many of you will try out this recommendation, uh, but I also think that many of you will give up, and that's going to be a shame because you'll give up just a little bit too early. Uh, it's uh, it's not easy going, but like almost anything of real value, real effort is involved. So I'm giving that to you as a heads up. Uh, this is not watching a romantic comedy on television. This is not reading some light-hearted, frivolous fun. Uh, this is not paging through a magazine. This is careful reading, which uh, requires concentration. And you probably will only want to do a few pages at a time, particularly if uh, you read in bed before you go to sleep, which uh, is always a far, far better thing than watching television in bed before you go to sleep. But uh, that is for another discussion. Uh, Who is the author? His name is Dostoevsky. Um, His first name, F-Y-O-D-O-R, Fyodor is the Russian uh, way it's pronounced. I think it is the Russian version of Peter. Uh, Peter, of course, a name that comes from uh, the, the Latin and the Greek for the word rock, a rock, something strong and certain. And uh, it goes back even earlier than that to Hebrew, although not specifically meaning a rock there. But um, again, for another time. Right now, uh, Dostoevsky was a 
Russian novelist. He lived in the middle of the 19th century. He lived from 1821 to, I think, 1881, about 60 years. And um, he wrote five great novels, but the two of them that I am going to recommend, one is just a recommendation, the other one I'm recommending and talking about. The first one I recommend is The Brothers Karamazov. I'm not going to tell you um, a whole lot about the the book. Um, I'm just going to say that it is it's part of what an educated person needs to have read. Um, the the insights and the uh, understanding, and that after all is what makes a great novelist. You know, not somebody who shocks middle class conventions and shakes bourgeois sensibilities. No, anybody can do that. Uh, you know, it takes no great art to drag a corpse across a stage. Uh, it takes considerable art to convey profound and powerful ideas without overwhelming you, without shocking you, without imprinting your soul with unpleasant and indelible images. Uh, and that's one of the great advantages of reading a book over watching the images on a film or a DVD or a television very big difference. Um, one of the, the main things about the uh, Dostoevsky book, The Brothers Karamazov, is the, the famous phrase, if God does not exist, everything is permitted. Now, um, that is actually found in, um, in the book, in the book, The Brothers Karamazov, it happens to be for your information in part four, book 11, chapter four. It's titled A Hymn and a Secret. Why am I so specific about that? Because these days, with the onslaught of uh, secular militancy, uh, the, the, you, you will find that if you quote that, uh, Dostoevsky line from the brothers Karamazov, uh, namely, if God does not exist, everything is permitted. You'll often hear people retorting, oh, no, that's not true. He never said that anywhere. didn't say it at all. Well, uh, I can assure you absolutely did in that, in that exact location. Uh, but the reason people think that, and I'm, I'm telling you this because when you go and get yourself a copy of the Brothers Karamazov, whether it's from the library or downloaded on your Kindle or wherever you're getting it, um, I want you to specifically avoid a particular translator, Constant, excuse me, Constance Garnett. Uh, did the uh, it's, she, it's one of the most popular versions that she did translating the Russian. Don't go with hers. Uh, it's a bad, bad translation. How do I know? <laughs> do I know Russian? No, of course not. Uh, it's simply that I um, have studied it and uh, explored and, and and spoken to to people who are Russian scholars, and I understand what's wrong with uh, Constant Garnett's translation. She's tried to essentially remove the solemnity and specificity of Dostoevsky's words. She sort of tried her best. To, it's as if she said to herself, let me take a heavy Russian novel and do my best to turn it into something lighthearted. Well, of course, she never succeeds in turning it into something lighthearted, but she also damages the novel very badly. And in her translation... 
that phrase, which, which appears exactly the way I just said it, if God does not exist, everything is permitted, that is exactly how it appears in the Russian, and that's exactly how it appears in better English translations. Um, for instance, uh, Richard P. Veer's translation is good. Uh, there's a Russian woman who translated it. Larissa Volokonsky translated it. Those, those are both good. But just stay away from constant, uh, Constance Garnett's translation of the Brothers Karamazov. With that said, um, it's, uh, uh, it's very much a worthwhile read. Okay, that is the brothers Karamazov. But that's not the one I'm really talking about. Remember, I'm still talking prophecy. Uh, the, the version, the, the book of Dostoevsky I'm talking about is called The Possessed. Um, some of the translations call it demons. And you can see, right, the, the similarity between possessed and demons. Uh, demons is to the best of my understanding, a far better translation of the Russian than possessed. But anyway, you will, you will find it either as possessed um, or as uh, um, either as possessed or as demons. And um, I'm also just checking one thing, and I'm going to say that if you can possibly avoid the Constance Garnett translation of that book as well, I'd strongly recommend. In other words, what I'm saying is, if you are going to go to the trouble of reading a big, hard book, and believe me, you will get ample return on your investment. You won't, you won't be sorry. But if you are going to make that investment, please go uh, for a translation other, other than um, Constance Garnett. Um, there's another translation by uh, David Margish. Anyway, th- there's plenty. There's plenty good ones. It's it's just Constance Garnett's that uh, you really want to avoid if you possibly can. All right. Now, why why is this so interesting? Because uh, Dostoevsky wrote Demons or the Possessed in 1871, where, when it first began appearing. I think it appeared in serialized form over a period of of a short while. Uh, but at any rate, basically, he'd written it by 1871. And um, here's what's so fascinating. Uh, <laughs> it's my, 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 the hair at the back of my neck stands up, you know, as, as I'm even talking to you now, because it's so eerie. It's so amazing. What Dostoevsky does in his book, The Possessed, speaks about the destruction of socialism and communism's revolutionary spirit, what they do to the lives of ordinary people. And he literally paints a picture of the Russian Revolution, which is not going to happen until 1917. So it's years into the future. He didn't live to see it. And yet... Yeah, he, he died eight, uh, 10 years after he wrote The Possessed or The Demons. And, um, and so 1871, he writes this book, and it's unbelievable. It is so accurate. It is so frightening. It is so disturbing in terms of how right he gets the willingness of these revolutionaries, the Trotskys and the Lenins, the, their willingness uh, 
to destroy the lives of people while they speak in elevated terms of the doing this for the sake of the people and giving the people and you know and so he he creates this marvelous piece of art this incredible piece of literature this most remarkable book uh, possessed or demons that uh, that highlights and clarifies what's going on and gives you insights into what is happening. Now, while you're reading that, I want you to think about organizations like, um, do you remember that um, Occupy Wall Street organization? You remember that? And do you remember the fecal assault they engaged in? I, I don't want to even be more specific. It's filthy, but that's what those people did. They're horrible people. Uh, how's about the uh, Black Lives Matter movement? Is, is that something that's sort of working out really well for black people? Is that doing a lot of good for black people? Or how, how about how about uh, the um, socialistically minded uh, government people in city, state, and federal government? who put so many people in government housing. Do you remember Cabrini Green in Chicago? Right? That was all done for the people. Monstrously high rates of taxation were imposed on hard-working American families in order to underwrite, in order to afford that government housing into which they put so many families. And that was for the people. How did that work out for the folks who lived there? Right? In other words, socialism asks to be judged on its rhetoric and its intentions. Socialism seems to care for people in the abstract, but it doesn't care anything at all for real human beings. And all of this is brought out powerfully, eloquently, and unforgettably in Dostoevsky's book, Demons or the Possessed. The remarkable thing is that um, it was so accurate. How, how did he do this? The revolution in Russia didn't start until the 20th century. He died in 1881. How did he do it? Answer. Um, so the question stands, how did Dostoevsky uh, prophesy the Russian revolution? Because that's exactly what he did. Uh, you cannot read it without saying to yourself, it's, it's unbelievable. How on earth could this have been written so many years before the events it describes? How did he do it? That's the big question. I explained to you how it was that uh, Winston Churchill was able to prophesy the intentions of Adolf Hitler, uh, whereas Chamberlain was not. I told you how, in a much, in, to a much lesser extent, I was able to prophesy the impending divorce of, uh, of that woman who was a friend of, of, our, of our mutual friend. But how did Dostoevsky do this? That is going to be tackled coming right up. Ancient solutions to modern problems. This is Rabbi Daniel Lappin, on demand on the Blaze Radio Network.
When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.